the Baller Alert Show. I am Octavia OCT with the homies. Hey, it's the kid Ferrari Simmons. And I am your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Isaac Hayes, the third. What's up? What it do? What's welcome, up? welcome, sir. What's up, people? Welcome to the. Is this your first time being on the Ball Road Show? Yeah, it is. Okay, well, first, the first of many times. How you doing, sir? I'm great. How you guys doing? All G, my G. So you gonna guest host with us with the show, okay? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. What we talk about first, Sue Solo? Just in case you missed it. Okay, so y'all are ready to get into in case you missed it. And obviously, some of y'all know about NBA Youngboy getting locked up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw uh, the guns and money that he had on the table. Damn. They had on the table. Well, I, ha- I haven't seen it. I just heard about it. But they're saying rapper NBA Youngboy was in his hometown of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, shooting a music video. Then the cops came and just messed everything up. Well, because he had real guns. And, um, <laughs> right. you know, That'll do if it, you're huh? a convicted felon or whatever he is, uh, I think you should be using fake guns and fake money. Um, right. I don't know why these young guys are using real guns. A lot of these kids don't even have a license to carry, should be carrying firearms and all of that good stuff. So any police officer is going to have a picnic day pulling up at the video shoot with uh, young guys with guns that shouldn't be having a permit, that don't have a permit to have them. Yeah. Well, how do they know that they had real guns to begin with? Um. Well. Was it like a random drive-by? Oh, we see some black men shooting a music video. Let's go. Let's go check it out. It, it could. It could well likely be that. Yes. Well, his attorney says that he's innocent, as any attorney would. And uh, I guess over time we're gonna see what happens because he definitely got a baby on the way. From what the streets are saying, he mm-hmm. definitely need to be home. Another baby on the way. Well, he bailed he out and bailed all his friends out too. So. <laughs> and that's what a real nigga do. <laughs> Okay, but uh, Sue Solo, what about this Dr. Dre and his estranged wife divorce demands? Okay, you know what? Of course I can say what I think, but I think it'd be really dope to talk to Isaac about this, specifically because Isaac Hayes III always has a very animated opinion and a great way of making it relatable. So, Isaac... Oh, yeah. wait, wait. Isaac, let me break it down to you. Uh, she demands for nearly $2 million a month in temporary spousal support. Yeah. And uh, she stays in a 20 to $25 million Malibu mansion where uh, security uh, brings uh, prepared meals, private chefs, three to five times per week. Um she also wants him to play, to pay her black bill card bills, which ranges from one hundred and fifty thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand per month. Ooh. Damn! And temper uh, and uh, uh, attorney fees. It's a reflection of the life she's been living while married with this man. Well, That's he is true. a billionaire. It is. It's That's a reflection true. of that. What is the deli- the? I mean. There are so many people that feel she is being absolutely ridiculous. They feel that she is, you know, just trying to get what she can before it's too late. But the reality is, again, this is the life that she has lived with this man for X amount of time. I'm not saying that two million dollars makes sense to me, but I don't even make a million dollars a year. So... Hello. Dr. Dre has reportedly said that this seems like the wrath of an angry person being extorted by the lawyers. I mean, they definitely get a piece of whatever she gets. But my question to the to the people and maybe to the ladies, do you think that if you if you're married to a man 
who's successful. Now, I have no idea what she contributed to his business, so I'm not going to make any assumptions, but you guys sever ties. Do you think that you should continue to live the same lifestyle you lived, or should there be a, a downsizing? Because you're no longer married to the man that was the primary breadwinner, so you should follow In that. my personal opinion, I do believe that there needs to be some type of downgrade, for sure. I agree that when you're in the relationship, these are perks that you have, and when you're not in it, you're you should expect to lose some. However, I don't think it's okay for people to kind of leave the person high and dry. Like, you can't do that. She sacrificed her time. She probably hasn't taken on certain jobs. She's raised the family. Like, she she put in the work. Okay? She put in the work. If she's asking for this much getting a divorce, what was she getting when she was... Was she getting that when she was married? if, if, If Dr. J says, yo, she was getting that much money, like, I was giving her that much, like, two million a month when we were married, then cool. Like, I, 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 you know. But I think it depends on the role that the spouse plays. It's just like Bob Johnson's wife. She, you know, is entitled, I feel like, to half of BT because she was half of BT when they came but up wait, with guys, it. Wait, guys, here, wait. Here's the question of the day. What the hell did Dr. Dre do to make her act like this? Or what did <laughs> she do to make Dr. Dre say, hey, bitch, I'm out? Well, she's claiming that she's endured a lot. Because she sounds upset and bitter. Oh, yeah? I'm going to grab you by the balls, big fella. She sounds tired. She's tired of I'm gonna it. Grab Whatever it is, both balls. she sounds good and tired. I think, I mean, bottom line, I think $2 million a month is, is that's $24 million a year. Um, Like, when she wanted a million, she wanted nine, I want a million dollars, a million dollars a month for entertainment and $20,000 a month for a cell phone bill. Come on, man. Uh, that's bullshit. Come on, nah, nah. I, I laughed at. She should. She should have itemized the better list. Entertainment nine hundred thousand dollars a month. What the, What is entertainment? What, what, what the hell type of entertainment? entertainment? Oh, hey, hey, Isaac. She getting the massages, bro. She getting the massages she by those two be. guys with that with that music playing in the background with her legs up in the sky. Well, Doctor Dre Them thinks COVID that massages. this is her lawyers doing this. Who's asking for all this money? Trying to get paid. Of course, lawyers are always the man. They get like a piece of the pie. They get a piece of the settlement. If right, this, and he's offered to pay the lawyers another three hundred and fifty thousand through the end of the year. Who had uh, Dr. Dre? Yeah, Dr. Wow. Dre. Speaking of getting paid, then has anybody listened to Tory Lane's uh, new project? No, not be. Did you listen to it, Sue? <laughs> I listened to the snippets Octavia, that I had to listen, listen to to, to report nah. the story. <laughs> Isaac, you said you did not listen to it. Yeah. Okay, well, I listened to it only because I, the only reason I listened to it is because I knew none of y'all was going to listen to it. <laughs> well, okay. look at you, forward thinking. Nah, for real. This is the goddamn problem about the project. He's saying he's innocent on the project, but you didn't come out with a public, uh, right. you know, apology, a public, hey, hey, y'all, I, didn't, I don't care what type of case is pending. We was waiting on you to go live and admit that you either did or didn't do it. And then we got 17 goddamn songs. And you technically didn't really say shit in the songs. No, you didn't. Because, you know, songs could be fact or fiction. Mm -hmm. Correct. He contradicted himself himself on the album from two... Two different snippets that I heard. Tory Lanez contradicted himself on the album. That's why. Yeah. But... One One song he said... How do you know who shot you if you your back was turned? That's one, right? Yep. The second one was um, if you got shot, how you get shot? But it, how you get shot in the foot? But it didn't hit no bones or tendons. Mm-hmm. So which one is it? 
Like, you know what I'm saying? So you, you're, 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 you're questioning whether or not she got shot at all if it didn't hit bones or tendons. And then you're saying, who shot you if you got shot from behind? And so uh, he's been, you know, he's a, he's, he's, in my opinion, he's canceled until there's some truth to the situation and, and we have to. So it is a pending case. And supposedly uh, Megan Thee Stallion's friend insinuates Kelsey Nicole was paid to keep quiet. Who the hell is Kelsey and Nicole? Well, that's her friend, and she said there was four people in the car. Meg Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, his bodyguard, and Kelsey, her friend. So that's so Kelsey is Meg's friend. To- and she said, so Meg's friend said she was paid? Yeah, that, that's kind of the, the word on the street is they were saying that while they were on the way to the hospital, that he allegedly was texting Megan, um, apologizing, saying that he was sorry, and, and, you know, he would pay whatever it was he would pay, he would pay. So he was trying to pay them off is what the word on the street is. Obviously, we don't know exactly what happened. But we know it got messy. The thing about it was, you know, the man said that he had absolutely nothing to say about it when the whole time he spent hundreds of hours writing a complete album. A complete album about the entire 17 songs, scenario. y'all. That's a lot of damn songs. Though. It's a lot of energy to put into something that you said That's you ain't had nothing to say. Thank you. About energy. Like, that was, that, you know how much uh, uh, energy requires to record three songs? This nigga did 17. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the, bigger, the bigger issue with Tori is that he he did a he's he's doing a money grab right and so you can't you know for every person that has been potentially canceled right whether it is um Chris Brown or um or even R Kelly right and I'll say this the only time people have been able to avoid um getting canceled is either an acquittal which is what R Kelly got in the first trial or when you commit said act, you you throw yourself at the mercy of everybody and beg for forgiveness, which is what Chris Brown did. Tory Lanez has done neither, and so therefore trying to avoid the entire situation, but continue to make music and profit like nothing has happened. Really, actually, right after Breonna Taylor, um, the the decision about prosecuting the officers that shot Breonna Taylor. In that day, and he could have pushed the album back. So it was in bad taste. Oh my god! And so, here's my talk thing. about tasteless. And here's my thing on that. I really like Tory. Like I don't have a friendship with him. I'm just a fan of his music, and I have been a fan of him for a long time. So I'm just trying to give him. It's so many times I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I just got let down. I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I got let down. I listened to the project for because it's my job. But I just got let down because I thought he was, I really thought he was gonna go on live and just address it because that's me just as a fan of Tory Lanez. I wanted you to address the situation. That's it. That's what I wanted. But that's how you know he's guilty, right? That's how you know he's guilty because if any one of you right went on live right and said Isaac shot me and I didn't shoot you, now mind you, I have my own businesses and my reputation, but I do not have the social capital. Um, that Tory Lanez had built up during COVID with quarantine radio and all the opportunities that was heading his way. If a woman got on IG or any public forum and accused me of shooting her, which is going to damage my ability to make money, it went up 15 minutes when it passed by before I got on my own live and say, that motherfucker lying. She a lie and a half. On God, I issue her. Like, yeah. ain't no way. And I see you in court, motherfucker. Yeah, and I see, exactly. There there was no emphatic denial of what happened. So 
Tory Lane. Yeah, he did. went dark. He went dark for a long time. Instead, it was like, you know, let me drop this album, get my bag, and bounce to Canada because I know right. it's coming. Right. Ooh, damn. I- That's what it was. He was trying to collect a coin because he probably felt like, how do I come back from this? What do I do? So let me get some money. Only way I can do is write an album about it and, tra- and get str- and get streamed from that shit, which I'm pretty sure. You know, I heard it was the worst that. sales for in his. Well, he as far as sales, context. yes, but people are gonna stream all day. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold well, on, guys. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. The songs are really good, but what's going on is really bad. <laughs> so it's kind of like that's why the headlines are really accurate. Like uh, he put he put out a terrible uh, piece of work because you're speaking on some shit. And then we don't have a definitive. Okay, did you do it? Did you not do it? Because I listened to the whole project and I'm over here like, okay, he didn't really give me what I needed to hear. But then at the same time, why are you gonna put a song out, man? Come on, and didn't make a he say something bro. in one of the songs about calling Kylie an angel and Bruh. saying that he was flirting with her and Meg oh, yeah, was no, jealous? I, I heard that clip. On, I, I heard snippets online. So that particular song, he said. Kylie, like, well, they went to Kylie's house. First, they went to Jordan Woods' house. Then they went to Kylie's house. They was in the pool. Kylie was flirting. I was flirting back. He said, my bad. I was flirting back. But, you know, I've always had a crush on Kylie, but I kind of disrespected you. And then some, yep. some little re, some little reenactment, I guess, of her. were like, motherfucker, how you going to do that now? I think oh, that was that? called Bonnie and Clyde. I forgot. The, I, I only right. listened to the whole thing one time. So then they let, I just heard this on the internet. So there's one clip. And then he said something like, and then you left mad and I'm sorry and all that kind of stuff. And so the, the initial and I, everybody had heard that initially that he was kind of flirting with, with Kylie Jenner. She flirted back. And then that's what happened. And that's how I got and, heated. Yeah. And that's how I got heated. And then from there, that's what happened. But well, his, his album is nowhere near. His album is nowhere on the charts um, on iTunes. Um, I'm sorry, or Apple Music or right. even Spotify. Like usually when, when artists drop these albums, they get playlisted. And they're put on like the front page, and it's like new music and all that. No, no, uh, no streaming service did that. I don't even think like title didn't do it. Nobody did it. Spotify, and that's a big, that's a big help to an artist kind of propelling themselves. It's like you know you get product placement on the front of the page, and so I'm glad those corporations took a stand because he has yet to, you know, either you know confirm or deny what he did. So we're like, you, you ain't finna get through with this shit. So. And and just to, to that, I like to say um, I like how you know how far we've come in society because you know it's no longer tolerated for you know blatant disrespect on how they you know muted R. Kelly or with this situation until the truth comes out. Like I said, I'm not interested in Tory Lanez or the album. I'm not interested in the whole situation because I don't know what happened. I don't want to speculate. But this Breonna Taylor case is at the forefront of any conversation these days. We'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, 
playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Um, shifting gears, does anybody in, in on the line have kids? No. Okay. Anybody thinking about a having kids soon? Lab. Anybody thinking about having a child soon? Yeah, I, I, I think I, yeah, it's time. I'm I'm too grown. I'm ready though. You ready to have some kids? Man, yeah, I'm 45. Who are you gonna have kids with? What's your type? <laughs> Who me? Uh huh. Damn, <laughs> a, a, an established, intelligent black woman. <laughs> uh huh. What kind of establishment? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, has her own job? Any job? <laughs> no, a career. I mean, any job can be a career if you decide that's what you're gonna do for life. No, nah, I mean, I know. I mean, someone that's someone that's in the professional corporate field, uh-huh. it can be anything: finance, creative, education, um, uh, reality TV. Yeah, no. Okay, well, the point I was damn making is Kevin Hart and his wife uh, Iniko Hart just welcomed their baby girl. Uh, nice. I don't know how to pronounce it. Congratulations to how them. You, how do you pronounce this name? K A O R I. K A O R I. Kaori? Kaori? Kaori, maybe? Kaori. Ooh, I like that. Kaori. That is a beautiful name if that's what the name actually is. I got some even more breaking news for you. What's up? You have a baby. Usher just had his baby. Usher just had his baby? Yeah. It was a girl, right? Um. Yes, a beautiful baby girl. Nice. Congratulations, Congratulations Usher. Yes. Usher got a baby girl. Wait, and that's with the new the new lady, right? As a gent. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they just, I mean, that's literally like thirty six minutes ago. Oh wow. Side note: Usher doesn't get enough of his flowers. He's definitely a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, man, like he's putting, he's put. I think he's one of the reasons my twelve year old is here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. Isaac, the reason why you're here, uh, yes. we want to talk to you about this Biden-Trump debate that was last night. Uh, I'm going to let Sue Solo uh, t- 
take it away and uh, just, you know, just pick your brain, Octavia, because I just want to sit back and enjoy your art. Okay. Well, to be completely honest, um, I'm sure pretty much everybody was tuned into the first presidential debate the other night with obviously the current president of the United States and Joe Biden. And everyone across the board says it was horrible. It was a shit show. It, it, it was a, 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 what did he say? A burning trash can and a burning, whatever CNN said about it was not even a debate. I am sitting at the bar having a glass of wine with my headphones on and people are looking at me like this bitch is crazy because I'm talking reckless to my phone. I'm talking reckless. Oh, you and was watching it on your phone. <laughs> yes, I was watching it on my phone and in a public cute quiet place but I was loud as hell every time Trump lied and every time he opened his mouth it was full of uh, hate he is divisive I mean honestly there's nothing left to say he's shown us exactly who he is this whole term so I I do feel that Joe Biden did hold his own I I think he did well Um, I also don't think it's difficult to check a liar when everyone knows that they're a liar so a whole lot was said um, a whole lot of shots were taken nobody really talked about the people nobody really addressed what we what what changes we need to see right now but listen we got the shots, though. Y'all want to hear this? Take a listen. Would you Who shut is up, your, man? Listen, in China in, ate your lunch, Joe. You're the, the worst way, you president America has ever had. Hey, hey, Come Joe, on. Me, I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just want to make sure. Joe, you're the liar. I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, not first in your class. I want to make sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? He doesn't know how to do that. You know what? You're not true. You're doing it. You're going to have true. Gentlemen. I hate to raise my voice, but I see it seems to be, why shouldn't I be different than the two of you? Yeah, but that's that's Donald Trump. See, Donald, all that all that interrupting shit. See, Donald Trump, that's that's his that's his ego. Yeah, I'm a Gemini, by the way. Donald Trump is a Gemini. So Geminis know each other. I know, I know Geminis like that. That once they in their zone and they feel like they running shit. You can't tell them nothing. And so, you know, it was, it, I don't, I feel, first of all, I feel Biden did win the debate simply because he actually stuck to his talking points and got messaging about out to the American people. You know, Donald Trump lied. Like Donald Trump, they fact checked Donald Trump. He told about 10, 15 lies during that debate. And uh, and Biden stayed on message and and, and remained calm and poised and, and, and remained classy as this man talked about um, his dead son in the sense of saying that he called military um, veterans losers or people in the military, and then said that his other son, Hunter, who has had uh, bouts with cocaine and drugs and substance abuse, and brought that up on stage. I'm like, yo, that's crazy, but that's... Would Would you like to go to that clip, sir? Sure. And speaking of my son, the way you talk about the military, the way you talk about them being losers and being... and, 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 and just being suckers, my son was in Iraq. He spent a year there. He got the the Bronze Star. He got the Conspicuous Service Medal. He was not a loser. He was a patriot. And the people left behind there were heroes. And I resent... Are you talking about Hunter? Are you talking about Hunter? I'm talking about my son, Bo Biden. You're talking about... I don't know, Bo. I know Hunter. Hunter got thrown thrown out of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged... That's not true. He wasn't dishonorably. cocaine use. And he didn't have a job until you became vice president. Once you became vice president... 
He made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, that is simply and various not other places. True. He my made son, a fortune. Gentlemen, my son. And he didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's, he's, he's fixed it. He's worked on it. And I'm proud of him. So because he knows Hunter for being this one bad person in the army or the military, you're going to call everybody a loser? Donald Trump is sick. There's literally something wrong with this man. He's trash and classless and so, so immature. I hate listening to him talk. <laughs> Imagine his tweets. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I have to though. You have to. I know follow. other countries are embarrassed like that. Or not my bad. We are embarrassed. I know other countries are laughing like, what the hell is America got going on? I posted oh. this meme is of the United States with the Jordan crying face. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, you don't think that you don't think that America has a president it deserves? I do. I do. Um, I think that look now. America was not created for black people, okay? It wasn't created for African-Americans. They brought us over here to build this place up for them. They set up these laws and all these backhanded things that, you know, work against us. This is the president that reflects what America truly is. Yeah. yeah I mean, and that, that's, that's my point. Like, we are selfish, greedy, arrogant, pompous, wasteful, vain you know, like, I mean, that is a that is a good portion of the country. So Donald Trump represents the 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 worst of us or what we can be. So we have to self-correct. Right. Because, I mean, everybody's everybody wants to be on Instagram for likes and the models and the, you know, success and celebrity, no matter what race. It doesn't matter. Um, capitalism at all costs. Um, so. It's definitely part of the fabric of this country, but the good thing about it is we can always correct our mistakes. And Donald Trump just served as an example of how bad things can get in just four short years. And another four could be totally worse because he's actually, you know, calling on uh, his supporters and other white supremacists to basically be poll watchers. Did anybody hear that comment? I saw that shit. So what's a what's a what's a volunteer poll watcher? First of all, I had never heard of that before. Yeah. I mean, I definitely heard of, you know, volunteers helping to make sure, you know, that there's order and there's structure, but I've never heard of poll watchers. Facts. Because he just made it up right then. He did because that's what I'm saying. His his biggest issue is mail in ballots, right? So if your biggest issue is mail in ballots, what the hell does a poll watcher have to do with mail in ballots? He wants people there to intimidate voters. He wants people there to disrupt the election. Yes. Thank you for that. Thank so that yes. They're going to away. intimidate people of color. They're going to try to tell you who to vote for. This is not this is not safe. Exactly. Keep in mind, it's gonna, there are a lot of cities where, of course, um, black people, uh, well, how can I say, are outnumbered. Yeah. To a point where, uh, like, for example, if we go, if you go north uh, past Atlanta about... I'd say 40 miles. It's some it's some cities that, you know, they still don't really too much care about us being in their, you know, in their space. If you go about about 45 miles north of Atlanta or north, I think I say northeast of Atlanta, it's some spaces and cities up there. So think about the black people who live in those areas. And this this motherfucker just said on TV, a poll watchers and shit like that. Imagine them going to vote and being intimidated about their safety. 
Yeah. Like think about that shit. What what's the what's the area down in South Georgia uh by uh Brunswick? Think about that area. Absolutely. Miss think about Mississippi. Alabama. I just picked up I just I just grabbed my daughter from Alabama. It is an exit that has Confederate flags on that damn exit. It's it's all on the billboard. Well, that's why a lot of people are choosing to do mail-ins too, which is he, which is what he's against as well. Facts. I'm not I'm going to the polls. Me too. I'm going there too, but... I'm voting early, but I will be there. I will be there masked up and strapped up. So... And 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 I and I suggest a lot of people that you can when you can legally carry a firearm because I'm talking about legal. I'm a legal firearm owner, but I I'm not playing any games with these people because they think this shit is a joke in the sense of saying like they really gonna intimidate black people from voting. So no, if you if you are legal if you if you're a legal gun owner and and Trump keeps pressing this narrative about his own like did, I posted something on my page. He posted Donald Trump posted a yesterday. That said, <laughs> it says, volunteer to be a Trump election poll watcher. Sign up today. Make America great again. And the website is armyfortrump.com. I saw it. I saw that. You posted Army it on your Trump. Instagram. Cool. I feel you, bro. That's how that's that's the energy we taking into the election. Got you. I hear you, bro. All right. Uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, Jesse Collins will be the first black person to produce the Super Bowl halftime show. Octavia Susolo, uh, I would like you go for, to go first on this. Well, first of all, I think it's about damn time, okay, that they had some flavor added on to that. Um, and I just think it's a good time to be black, man. It, it, it's, it's crazy because we're going through so much, but... There is, I feel like there's a bit of a shift, you know what I'm saying? And, and some of us are able to find uh, that, that little opening and, and get in there and make an impact. So I really do hope that this influences continued change in yeah. that realm. Because Jay-Z definitely, he has the uh, the deal, right, for the NFL. He's in charge of the entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, though. So we did, we did J-Lo and, and Shakira last year. Um, the Latin well, we, takeover. Well, well I, if it ain't, if it ain't black. I have no interest in it. Facts. Okay. I and mean, the Super Bowl is in Tampa this year, too. Well, then they better have some Florida Negroes in there. I don't know. <laughs> it better be, man. It better, you know what I'm saying? Better it better be. Dreadheads and gold teeth. Well, you know what? There's a bit of reconciliation. Here's the thing. I'm just kind of one of these people. Like, there's a bit of reconciliation even on my part that needs to happen between Jay-Z and Roger Goodell and even Colin Kaepernick. I'm just not one of them people to let shit slide like that. Like, fam, you said we passed kneeling. George Floyd happened, everybody kneeling. And where's the public apology to Colin Kaepernick? And I know that Roger Goodell says they owe him an apology, but where where is the press conference where the three of them are together and, 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 and they standing and they say, we owe this man an apology? Facts. He was right. We were wrong. Racial, 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 uh, 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 racial justice should be an issue of the NFL. Police brutality should be part of, of, of um, um, the NFL, social justice reform. And we will look forward to working with Colin Kaepernick in the most productive way possible and give him some sort of position and let him shine. Then we can put all the Negroes we want on stage because I still, again, I'm, I just don't, I don't let shit slide. That's just me, though. I don't think Colin is letting it slide either, but I think uh, I I do believe um, in my heart that something happened that we don't know about behind the scenes between a conversation with Colin and um, the NFL. I'm still it's, 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 it, to me. I'm just unrested uh, at 
Why do you something. feel like that? Because it's kind of, if you notice, Colin, he's been quiet, but he's not been quiet. Does any, has anybody noticed that? Yes. I he's mean, been quiet, yeah, he's but been not quiet. Subtle. Mm-hmm. He's been cool. I'm over here like, oh, the motherfucker must have paid you a little ten million or something. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that. I don't think he's. I don't think it's. What solid, do you think? But um, I know that he's working with you know other organizations to kind of spread the message of of um, police brutality since George Floyd. So and Colin's always been a, a bit. So maybe he's busy. Back. He's just busy now. He's busier. I mean, he's probably. He, I, I'm. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure. Post George Floyd, Colin Kaepernick's phone was ringing off the hook for people that now want to support him or now want to work with him. That's just how you That's know. Just how it goes. I, I get it. They love a winner. Like, oh, you cool for some? Okay, they they said you cool and this shit. Let's get this shit together. So call him back. And let's apologize and do what we can do to try to fix this shit. But again, I'm I'm more about activism and not symbolism. And so symbolism is putting Negroes on stage at the Super Bowl. Activism is real shit that happens. Let's in, change in, these laws, including including Colin Kaepernick and whatever discussions that the NFL does with racial justice because he started all of this shit. They don't they they never gave this man like yo you the reason this shit is even happening. You're you are the the leader and the creator of this movement, you know, with taking this knee, and that's it. We need to big you up, bro. And side note, uh, Colin Kaepernick has made more money than he's ever made in the NFL outside of um, the NFL since I he know, hasn't that's been right. playing. I'm glad he's been I'm making. Glad. He deserves so, it. Yeah. Well, speaking of reaching out, what do you think about the Dallas Maverick owner Mark Cuban reuniting with Delonte West's family to check him into rehab? All right. Uh, I don't know if this is a. Uh, I don't know if this is not nice to say. I saw a lot of comments about this. You shouldn't ever smash LeBron, mom. Hey, bro. People are so so uh, insensitive. Insensitive, man. Yes. This man is homeless. You feel me? Clearly, seems like he has not made the right decisions post uh, NBA. And you know that shit sucks. I know a couple of partners that. Uh, play professional football and NBA uh, professional basketball and that shit is not uh, easy to keep up with that lifestyle after you're done playing basketball or football and well is it true that he has that he suffers from bipolar he's bipolar po- possibly yeah. people are coming from those backgrounds where you know what I, I know I know of I have to take this back to maybe about 2010 maybe 2008 way back um, this is before like Delonte. I think it's actually before. This is way before LeBron James and Delonte West. I used to know a girl that dated Delonte West, and they had a very dysfunctional relationship that was like all in the press. I remember at the time because I knew the girl, and it was like she was crazy and he was crazy. And I, you know, I knew he was unstable at the time back then. So when he, when these these issues about him, or not issues, but these uh, the information him about being on the street and homeless and stuff like that, that didn't surprise me. But what did surprise me was that the length of time that it's taken anyone in the NF, I mean in the NBA, to actually respond and try to find and help this dude. Not to say that they haven't or they weren't, but Delonte West was spotted even months ago. In a, in uh, uh, you know, in a bad situation, I think on the street, and this has been months ago before, and he was spotted on the street, and maybe he didn't want to get help then, but it was just, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, uh, uh, the NBA hasn't really um, stepped up and tried to really find out what's going on with them because those are players that you know should 
should be protected in some way, shape, or form after they play in the league or respected and honored in a way. So I don't know. You know, prayers to the prayers to Cuban. And I think Doc Rivers is actually someone else that, that mentioned about him. He saw Delonte West and wanted to say something to him. And even further foremost, I, I would I would think in in some way, shape, or form, LeBron himself should speak up and, and say something if he has. That's exactly what I was about to say because I yeah. think a lot of people are, uh, you know, don't want to maybe offend LeBron. Right. If, if or maybe that was true that that that, that has happened so people are kind of hesitant but at the same time maybe LeBron should do something and I think that would be hella dope prayers out to Delonte West his family but prayers also out to Serena Williams who withdraws from the French Open due to her Achilles injury she hurt, she I think, hurt Achilles yeah Achilles and I think at that point I think it's time to retire well she has pulled out the French Open with an Achilles injury ahead of her uh, second round match um, she heard it during the U.S. Open earlier this month. Um, now, she did go on and record and said that she was going to take a break. So here she is. I really wanted to give an effort here. So it's my Achilles that didn't have enough time to properly heal after the Open. I was able to get it somewhat better. But just looking long term in this tournament, will I be able to get through all, enough matches and so for me, um, I don't think I could and struggling to walk. So that's kind of a telltale sign that I should uh, try to recover. Yeah, I think I need um, four to six weeks of sitting and doing nothing and at least two weeks of just sitting down and then from that after that two weeks I've been told that I need to start doing a little training so I think um, I'm going to call it more than likely I don't know you know doing the math on that I don't know if I'll be able to play another tournament this year okay listen you can't even you can't even walk if you hurt that, I'm talking about if you even strain it, you got to sit your ass down and put your feet up, man. Yeah. So you guys think she should? it's time for her to retire now? Oh, I was about to say, I just think it's time. I know she wants to win. I think she has to only win two more and she'll have be the all-time uh, win. But to me, I think I she's think that's where she's trying to get to, though. I think that, too. But it's 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 if you can tell, it's really putting, putting a, strain a, on her a, body. a strain on her body at her age. Now she's a mother. Facts. She's a wife. She got other shit going on. Back when she was a kid, she was she had the eye of the tiger. Not saying she don't have the eye of the tiger now. And I'll let y'all interject after I say this. I'm just saying, to me, she's the best female athlete I've ever seen. I just think... I don't want to see her go out like that. It's kind of giving me Jordan at the, uh, with the yeah. Washington Wizards vibes. Wizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely see think that time, you know what I'm saying, is not on her side. Uh, age and all that is definitely playing a part. And it's starting to show, like you said, it's putting a lot of strain on her body. Um, I do think that, you know, it's, it may be time to retire. You know, you got these young people out like the champ, Naomi Osaka, who hey, is she not... Fought. Man, I love. She is a true champion, man. <laughs> hey, One of my favorite people. That girl, fire. for real. But she also like couldn't her. play in the open, uh, the French Open this year um, due to injury as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think Serena has some good years left in her if she does it properly. I mean, I, I feel like ten, between soccer players and tennis players, they're the most uh, in shape people that I've ever seen in my life for, for what you have to do. I mean, to run up and back and forth across a court in heat in 100-degree weather okay. for hours on end. Like, Outside. You know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. People, you know, basketball players play indoors, fam. Imagine having to play basketball in like 100-degree weather and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. On clay. Get the fuck out of here. Like, 
No, you know, facts. Yeah, no, yeah, but absolutely. this is the thing. Imagine traveling to Europe to play a basketball game. Okay, outside. Then travel to Australia, play a basketball game outside. Then right. travel to Colorado, play a basketball game outside. Then right. travel to goddamn Asia and play a basketball game outside. Your health definitely yeah. got to be in, in tip-top shape. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I think she, I, I think, I mean, plus genetically, she's just superhuman anyway. She's just a superhuman woman. She's one of female athlete, though. I think she can play Wonder Woman in the flesh. Like Rory like <laughs> said, she got the eye of the tiger, man. Serena yeah. is a beast, period. We'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Message. It is time for baller mail. Dear Rari, I have an issue. My spouse might have a random thought pregnant. We took a month of space and he moved out. I dated someone and he didn't and he didn't date someone. He was just doing dumb shit. I didn't like my situation and he didn't like his situation. So we decided to be back together. He said he had a one night stand with a random female he didn't even know that well and the baby might be his. What do I do? That sounds so typical. Wait a minute. Whoa. T- whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on now. Wait, 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 wait. Did she, say, did she say that they separated, right? Yeah, they took a break. Okay, so anything that happens during the break is can't be held against you, right? Correct. Unless it's a okay. whole ass baby. 
but he's a whole ass single person. Yeah, but I mean, if he if they get back together, then that's you why know. men need to be on birth control and not women. Hallelujah. Hold on. Y'all just be going around just having multiple babies and stuff. This is exactly why birth control should have been made for men. Look, what in the D Wade is going on? Girl, men raw. I will say though, hey, bro. What you say about raw? Men try to go raw. We attempt. We attempt. Here we go. Here we go. So solo. We attempt to go raw, right? Uh That means we attempt. Uh We try. Uh You. You allow us to go. Okay, through. well, let me just say this. <laughs> men, men can have multiple babies at one time, while a woman can have one baby every nine, ten months. Okay, so y'all the ones that need the birth control because y'all ain't under control. Wow. Cover, cover wow. your cover, cover your crown, queen. Protect mm-hmm. your. Protect okay, your hold up. Time out. Time out. Let me interject. So he's saying talk, black women protect yourselves because black men ain't gonna uh, ain't trying to protect y'all. Yes, but listen, listen, <laughs> wait. There's a ser- more serious issue at hand, big dog. He had sex with someone he barely knew. Raw. That, that my friend is dangerous. Absolutely. Oh he, my god. He said he didn't know her too well. <laughs> Did he say that? Yes, that he didn't know too well. He had he might have a random person pregnant that he had a one night stand with someone he didn't know too well. Well, yes, that's irresponsible on his part. That's, that's irresponsible. Him. Totally irresponsible on his part. Yeah, but again, that woman let him raw too. I'm just saying, like it takes two to go raw. Yeah, and technically, women sure you're already women sure you're does. already raw. It's us the, that the, cover the it sad, up. The sad part is y'all could go raw again that night and get somebody else pregnant. But did you hear what I said, Sue? Y'all are already raw. We are the ones that cover up our stuff. How about that? Well, y'all should be taking birth control pills too. This is the problem. <laughs> Let that right? shit fuck up your skin. Both sexes. Both sexes. Both sexes don't want to take accountability. <laughs> They don't want to take accountability, right? And this is another thing: the perspective, the perception that women are these, are these um, unwitting participants in their own pregnancies, are just laughable. Because again, men have sex with who they want. I mean, I'm sorry, men have sex with who they can. Women have sex with who they want. And there's a difference, right? Every 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 ounce of sex I've ever had in my life, a woman has allowed me to sleep with her. It was my it was my attempt, right? I I I, I tried, and she accepted. So there's no you know there's a there's a there's a higher level of responsibility because the final decision to have sex, the ultimate final decision, is that of a woman. Let's be clear, right? I you could get butt naked. I could be like, ooh, butt naked, kissing, rubbing nipples and all that kind of stuff and then, and then want to put it in and you're like, stop. I don't want to. And I got to respect that. So I've only, you know, you know, women, men, women have sex with who they want. Men have sex with who they can. So let's, let's be real. The accountability has to fall on both people, but the ultimate decision is that of the woman. Okay. Bars. Go ahead, let me have it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're listening to the Baller Alert Show. 
All right, Baller Nation. So we have a new segment on the show, and uh, we are calling it Clown School. Okay, and today's oh, first student, <laughs> today's first student is the orange man in office, Donald Dump. We are officially giving this man his clown shoes, so he can officially enroll in Clown School because he is a racist, arrogant, stupid, evil, monkey ass motherfucker. That's what I said, and I'm standing by it. Okay, this man tried to, <laughs> he tried to latch Biden to the violent and destructive elements of protest over George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and others, everybody else but himself. Not only that, Sue, but that section of the debate ended with Trump flat out refusing to condemn white supremacy when asked to do so by Wallace and Biden. Are you willing tonight? to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what, what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. Do you want to call them... What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and white boys. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left because this is not a right his wing own, problem. This, own is FBI left wing. this is a left wing direct. This is a left wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not militia. Stand back and, and stand, stand by. by. <laughs> When asked to condemn white supremacists. So that alone let me know that he thinks he's going to lose this election. Because only only someone in, in desperation would latch on to white supremacist groups as a as a voter base. So he, he he's kind of playing his hand in the sense of saying that I am I am deny I am I refuse to denounce the Proud Boys, the KKK, militia groups, and white supremacists because he knows he has a very, very strong base. Now, with that being said, that is a large portion of this country. Mm -hmm. And what makes Donald Trump, uh, you know, an idiot is because the simple fact that with his presidency on the line, he simply can't disavow and, and condemn like racists and bigots that want to annihilate and eradicate Jews and black people from this country. Um, and it's actually telling you, and for those out there, it's letting you know the future. And I say this, this will not end after Donald Trump. And I say that to anyone because name a country on earth where a multitude of races, uh, ethnic backgrounds, religions, um, genders, sexual orientations, um, religious beliefs, all share power. There is none. There's no There's no place on earth like that. I mean, if you live in South Korea, everybody pretty much South Korean or all German or all Russian, you know what I'm saying? Or all Spanish, you know what I'm saying? And so um, the idea of America moving forward over the next 20 years is going to be something that is going to be very difficult. The next 20 years in this country are going to be some of the most chaotic because you are watching the decline of white supremacy and the rise of um, diversity, a diverse nation that there has diverse people and diverse Facts. power. 
And 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 you know, I and I say this to I would say this to black people. If there, if this was the reverse, we would act the same way. It is human nature. I, I don't know how savage we would be about it, but nobody's gonna ever just hand over power. Like, oh yeah, we've been running shit for the last four hundred years. Well, let's just sit down at a table and chop up this power pie real quick. Fuck out of here. It's not gonna happen. So it's gonna be you know a tough, rough twenty years. But Donald Trump is the the the, the last defense of white supremacy. He is the 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 cornerstone of the the of the, the last white supremacist movement in this country. So, you know, it's going to be a difficult time. And I tell everybody just be prepared because it's going it's going to get rough in America the next 20 years. Yes, sir. With that being said, Donald Trump, you are a true clown. Oh, yeah. So, what have we learned if nothing else, children? Not time for some loose change before we get up out of here. Uh, y'all know uh, Ferrari Sims, I'm part of the Future Hive. Yeah, it's a men uh, group of fellas who like future music and we love his Twitter. So I got to go to the Twitter real quick. And Future Hive, Future says, give respect, get respected. No cap. Zone six, we number one. <laughs> Yacht or jet skis? Kelly or Chanel? I'm just letting you know. No cap. Kelly and Chanel, Yada Jet Skis. <laughs> Big Rari, we'll see you next week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sick of you. <laughs> Thank future you. Hive. Future Hive. Hashtag Future Hive. Thank you, Isaac. Hey, no problem. Hey, thank you for, for sitting with us, man. Hope yeah. to see you soon. Oh, Isaac, thank you, brother. Thanks, Isaac. Absolutely. I got I, when outside open back up, we can we can hang yeah, out. Yeah, we'll do we'll do we'll do this in per, in person actually. For sure. The dream is real.